0: Welcome back, my friends, to the Swiss Power where IT leaders Share that insight with all the leaders and others that want to lead. My name is Carlos Vargas, and I sing every week. I have my two co-hosts, Howard Holden and Paul Lewis. Hey there. What you doing?
1: We're back? I was, in, I was informed not more than one hour ago that my uh, family requires an emergency Disney vacation,
2: which what? we shall do within the next 14 days. What does an emergency yes. Disney vacation look like? to you? <laughs> we haven't been in at least like four weeks. We must I, go to Disney. I was
1: there in
2: April. There
1: in April. What no, happened? Well, I was there in April and we did some rides and then I was down, of course, in July to take my oldest to start her Disney program. It is, it is currently July. Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah, was going to say.
2: Oh, right. Sorry. I, I was there moments ago.
1: <laughs> Earlier in July. But it was just me in fairness it wasn't my son nor my wife and i was informed today that we might have to do a preschool
2: disney adventure right so so i think our listeners should take note right if you have any plans to be an executive these are the kind of executive emergencies that one has <laughs> right. It's it's right. kind of the parent emergencies that one has my my daughter got a new job right she's still in she's still in college. I mean, uh, I believe getting her CS degree is nice. a um, and she's got a job as a cart girl on a golf course mm-hmm. pays for minimum wage. It pays very well. Serving beverages and snacks. Yes. I care about that. Zero percent. What I care <laughs> about instead is as cart girl, she gets full member privileges to the golf course. Wow.
1: So Ooh, dad can go with nice. her in golf
2: for free and she gets a cart for free. She gets half off at the at the restaurant. So so dad is very excited about going to play golf at a at a golf club I can no longer afford a membership at.
0: <laughs> you know those are the benefits that you try to steer your kids, go and work somewhere that I can get some benefits. So uh, I'm trying to get my kid to work at Best Buy or something else so I can get some discounts. Uh,
1: Did I mention oh, the fifty percent friends and family rate at Disney? <laughs> you do not how do i become a friend
2: <laughs> you just have to be a friend there you go I, okay i think i think we need to talk code sometime at sometime oh. at, i code.
0: i have a spare bedroom yeah. uh, but you can stay
2: it <laughs> um, seems like a long commute every morning. A long drive
0: yeah well <laughs> if, if you're coming down um, you need to be aware that the temperatures are around 105 110
2: uh oh i won't be there till october falls insane. yeah yeah, I will
1: also be there in October, but that's yeah. a standard Thanksgiving trip.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little early for Thanksgiving. Oh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, so not real Thanksgiving. No, no. no. <laughs> I I do find it much hilarious. Like your is, much like your dollar is forty percent off of ours, your Thanksgiving that's is forty percent right. off, of off of ours.
1: If there was a Disney in Canada, how much you would save would be unbelievable
2: oh yeah that's true i'd go to i'd go to that disneyland every time
1: because it'd be cold in the winter but it'd be fun Uh, Wow! i find it hilarious that your daughter is getting a cs degree after the very last episode we did
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, we had a lot of traction on that one
1: (laughs) when i seem to remember your perspective it, was yeah. not, it wasn't a requirement.
2: How, it was not a requirement. However, motivation is, and some people find motivation in a college degree. I see. Yeah, right. some so, people need that kind of structure to get them to get them on their way. Some people don't, right? If you're so, if you're developing, you know, twenty gigabyte Skyrim expansions in your bedroom, your basement, your whatever, your man cave, your whatever it is, you don't likely need a CS degree, right? Right, and there are people that 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 do that that make beautiful plugins for their favorite video game that, that get a heck of a uh, you know uh, education at at UHK from it.
0: Hey, we have a. Do you remember they release a certification program? UHK.
1: <laughs> Did you send out the batch?
0: Yeah, they have a batch now. Um, so you know when you said the motivation, I start thinking. When we go out to a conference or something, there has to be some kind of logic that you go through to get ready before you go. I know that I'm getting ready for one that I'm going at the end of August and then one at the end of September. And I actually even have like a digital tablet now with code that is going to be working on it. So I'm I'm planning some things. But what the heck do you guys do? to all the events that you go, how do you prepare? What do you do before as an attendee, not 2%, what do you do so you can get the maximum out of it?
1: I've never been to a conference, I'm not sure I have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, So one of the first things I do is figure out who else is going and (laughs) book meetings. Right. Right? Um, My conference days are 50% booked meetings. Right. I mean, especially considering now I can watch all the content later if I want. Right. There's very little content that I must catch live. I try to always make the keynotes live because that tends to be the kind of the big vendor reveals. But otherwise, it's it's really about one on ones. The, the more one on ones I can get, the more value I get because I, I steer that conversation. Right. I drive that conversation. Yeah, keynotes you- live are 100%
1: important to me. I need to go to each one of the daily keynotes at the very least to help determine if there should be any breakout sessions I go to. Because sometimes they word the breakouts based on what they already know the keynote to be. right? So they already have the you know, the four pillars of the content and they've already segregated the breakouts that way and you just don't really know where, where you're saying it. Uh, when I go to a conference, I spend most of the time in preparation on logistics, right? Cause the reality is none of us go to a conference and have no other work to do. Right. We still have day jobs in many ways. And as much as you could try to narrow that window by canceling the obvious reoccurring ones, you don't need to do, you still have to fit in some of those meetings. Yep. And if the venue is not where the room is, then you've got to fit in time to get back and forth. Right. And if the, you kind of luck out that if the conference is West Coast and you're East Coast, you can manage some of the time differences, but it just means you're waking up at 4.30 every day to manage some of the East Coast content in order to spend all day, right? So there's logistics of where you're staying, logistics of where the meetings are, logistics on getting back and forth to your room, logistics of what the party is going to be, uh, determining where you're going to eat every night. That's important to me. That's, that's,
2: that's pretty Where the Starbucks
1: is located. Where
2: the Starbucks is located, that's a brilliant uh, example, yes. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, so the you know that uh, coffee shop at the Venetian that's underneath the escalator? Yep, Bouchon. The yeah. Bouchon Cafe. Yep. So the, the, uh, I stayed at the Venetian last time I was in Vegas, and yes. where the rooms come down and the elevator you walk out is right there. Oh, so that you have that side of the, you're in that tower. Yes, and so you're immediately, you, you have immediate first morning access to, to the cafe, which, which is awesome bouchon is awesome yeah their oatmeal raisin cookies might be the best oatmeal raisin cookies i've ever had
1: it's a decent croissant so so yeah for me it's logistics right because you got to figure out what your week looks like figure out how to get from place to place and if you're lucky enough or purposely determined that you're going to stay in the same resort as the conference then you're fine but if like me you still are loyal to a brand right? And the conference hotel isn't your brand, then you're much more likely to transfer back and forth between the conference and
2: that. I mean, even if the conference like doesn't meet your corporate, you know, travel restrictions or, or you just don't want to stay at the conference hotel because you prefer another hotel, right? Those logistics do become really important. Yep. Um, and in a in a place like Vegas, they become extremely important because conference season is weighted heavily towards the summer when it's when it's cheaper to put twenty five thousand of your, of your closest friends in in you know the same room, um, and Vegas is one hundred and five or one hundred and ten or like one hundred and fourteen or something when I was there two weeks ago. And right. you dare not go outside, so it's... no, 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 I didn't step outside even once. <laughs>
1: You're stuck in the venue regardless.
2: Yeah. No, so I, out, I do nothing fun at all.
1: I think I participate in conferences differently. So of the conference to which I would be for loosely term the buyer at, um, I would um, spend more time in meetings as you're suggesting, right? Because I want to... I want to see what's on the floor i want to meet with people that's on the floor i want to see who the venue host is right the google microsoft whoever's uh i want to meet with their executives or their product team or their solution teams it's going to be a lot of meetings or where i'm in a partner like uh, google nexus example then there's just there's also partner conversations and customer conversations as as much as as other isvs right but if I'm going to a conference that I'm the consumer of content, and it's not as me the buyer or of the seller, like a Gartner, then I spend much more time maximizing the amount of
2: breakouts I go to. Oh um, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There, I do the same thing, right? Yeah. When it's not when it's top topic focused, not vendor focused, I do the same thing. But although um, Gar- Gar- the Gartner one is is a little bit odd in that I also don't expect to know the same number of people that are mm-hmm. there that I know it at other major tech conferences, right? It's a little bit more niche. Um, and so the number of executives that I'll know at a Gartner conference, the other number of other attendees or presenters that I will know is is far fewer. Mm. Uh, so I'll be much more focused on the content at that conference than I will at Gartner frankly anything else that i go to
1: what i will do is pre-book speakers that i know even if it's topic independent in other words maybe i'm less interested in the particular topic but i know the speaker is very well what they do and even if it's just an adjacent conversation or an adjacent topic that's interesting i'll still go yeah.
0: Yeah, i'll leave
1: most of the rest of the schedule blank until i hear the keynote from then it gives me an appreciation of what other breakouts i need to go to
2: yeah i would i would 100 percent recommend checking out the speaker not the topic not ever the topic not even once right. right no matter how interested you are at the very least like if you're like i'm super interested in this topic holy crap i really want to see this google the speaker watch something else they've done on youtube or something yeah right see if their style resonates because tech speakers are not chosen based on quality Now, do you know as many speakers at a pure tech conference or pure security conference as you would a pure analyst conference uh, i don't know squad at a pure analyst conference i'm still new to that to that field so i know i know far more that are pure tech pure security
1: and when you go to those is it do they work for the vendor to which is being presented or they work for other organizations no mostly other
2: organizations okay
1: so you're not going there to listen to the VP of product at Microsoft. You're going to hear yeah, some other generally. person.
2: Yeah, not generally. Okay. Although I have one-on-ones with that with a VP of product at Microsoft. Yeah. Mm.
1: So in your meeting time allocation, let's let's say it's a technology company conference like a Microsoft uh, or Google. What percentage of your time will be with the technology provider, or with ISVs, or with customers of the technology provider?
2: It depends. I would say at the low end, 30 to 40 percent, but much more commonly 70 to 80 percent. Mm. Right. Because for the most part, the the biggest conferences aren't, they don't belong to a single tech vendor. Mm. And when they do, right, when they do, there's so many other people to meet that, that I meet with them 30, 40 percent. Um, when it's smaller, like say there's five thousand attendees or less, mm-hmm. then eighty percent of my time will be spent with the with the specific vendor.
1: Okay. So if you go to a vendor
2: specific conference, eighty percent
1: of your time is with that vendor
2: versus it, it, and it, it, If it's say five five thousand or under attendees. Okay. But if it's a big conference, thirty thousand people, then sure. you're dividing a conquer. It's, 20, 30%, it's okay. very much okay. divided and conquer. Right. And I try to reserve some time for people that I, I don't even have a meeting set of with that, that yep. I just run into. Right. Like like our, I ran into our buddy Dennis Dean, Sean McDonald. Right. I run into probably especially at big conferences. I'll run into 10 people that I know just just running into them on the expo floor. That
1: smells like a VMware conference. Is that true?
2: No, that was RSA. <laughs> RSA.
1: <laughs> uh, how about the floor? Do you how much time do you spend on the floor? I have changed over my career. Over my thirty years, I have waned and waxed over my time on the floor. Uh,
2: uh, if I'm not in the hotel and if I'm my butt's not in a seat, I'm on the I'm on the expo floor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm pretty heavy on the expo floor. Um, I guard my badge like like it's made out of gold though turn it over yeah i don't i don't i don't generally allow it to get scanned if there's not a if if i'm not really interested in being contacted Mm. and if i if i let them scan my badge i make sure that there are specific notes so then who should contact me and how Mm. right um when i was when i was more of a buyer i would remove the rfid tag from my badge and if i couldn't separate it from the badge i'd put my badge in my pocket interesting right because they, they default scan and i'm not a i'm not a huge fan you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to receive content after the fact. It's just one more thing I have to delete. How does that help anybody? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, if I didn't ask you to contact me, I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to, it just goes straight in the trash can.
1: So you're, you're on the floor. Are you getting product demos? Are you asking questions? Are you meeting with executives? Are you exploring things you've never heard of? Like, are See, you more cool. likely
2: to go to um, a, a booth that you know or booth that you don't know? So I'll swing by every booth that I know to see if anybody that I know is there. Okay. Right? But then I'm also really looking for who's new. Like I spend I spend a lot of my time in in the dark side, right? I spend a lot of my time in the emerging tech area where they don't have all the fancy banners and the big booths. Right. right? Um, because I'm interested to see kind of who are they, what do they do? And I'll ask a lot more questions. I'm far more interactive on that side. Hmm. Right. Um, so what do you guys do? Why is it special? You know, all, all that sort of stuff. And I've done that for, for a decade. Right. I did that as, as, a, as a buyer too because that's a really good area to, to get a little bit of a leg up on on kind of not only what's coming right so it can be a little bit early. Um, but also if you're if you're in the SMB space, right if you're if you're under a billion dollars in revenue, that's a great way to be a, to be a big fish in a small pond right That's a great way to be a str- of strategic value to somebody is to go there and let's be honest if they're any good, they're going to get acquired. They're gonna get funded. Right. The likelihood today that somebody really good is going to just disappear is low. Hmm. right? And so there's a lot of value for me to be found there. Um, plus, even if I don't buy, if I establish a relationship with them then, and in two years later, they have a big massive booth because they've exploded, they're likely to recognize me. They're likely to remember me. Right. Right. Um, so I spend a lot of time there. Uh, and, then, and then, yeah, I'm looking for who's new and who's changed. And really, since the last time I saw them, how has their messaging changed? Hmm. Because it, that's often an indicator that 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 they're they're fishing, and I'm always attentive to fishing.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
2: I I try to avoid the quads
1: right? The big booths with lots of people in it. Yeah, yeah, I don't spend it mostly because you're swimming in a much bigger pond. It's just not helpful. Plus, any demonstrations are showing or demonstrations you can see anywhere. I could easily go right to their website, see the exact same instructions.
2: We, we have very of people at every one of those booths, and it tends—they tend to not have the the executives you want to talk to, anyways, because they are so big, right? Um, so, so you know, so I, I I tend to skip the biggest booths, right? Like if if you would if you were to use the booth as. Directions for someone else to find you at another booth. I keep, I keep booth. <laughs> We're right across from the Microsoft booth. Correct. Correct. We're right across from the Microsoft booth. We're right across from the IBM booth. We're right across from the VMware booth. Right. Their booths tend to be too big and it tends to be too hard to find anybody that's really worth engaging with. Right. Um, in a way that that couldn't just be easily replicated after the show.
1: Right. Do you um, you'd stick around for a demo? You'd see, especially of the smaller organizations to which you find interesting, I'd absolutely do that. They likely have a technologist there and a business seller person there, which is OK, because we like to see. I agree with you that I like to see the changes in messaging, because if all of a sudden they have a Gen AI message and three months ago they didn't, you're, you're going to wonder why. Right. Clearly, they don't. They're just Definitely. saying that they do. And that's something to note in your head as you're walking by Um. Do you visit the um, sessions
2: that are in, on the floor? Those fifteen minute some, sessions? some, right? Um, especially again, especially if I know who the who the uh, speaker is, hmm. right? I'll often know the like, yeah. I'll often know the speaker, or or if it's someone from research, yeah. Right. There's a couple of orgs that all of their talks on the floor are people from research talking about the research that they did, um, especially at security conferences. I, I almost always listen to those.
1: I actually find those far more valuable. A, because they're yeah. they're bite-sizable, right? 15, 20 minutes. You, they only have time to tell you the good stuff. There's not a lot of fluff, which is great. It's a much smaller venue. And if you had to, sorry, if you wanted to, you can easily talk to every single speaker. Right. Because yeah. they have a line of people, but it's five people long, not 30 people. Long, right. Yeah. So you could easily go see them. Um, and you always get a good view. Right. You're not in the back. It's like everybody can hear. It. It's great. And they happen so frequently, you could grab any break at any time and watch one.
2: Yeah. yeah. Versus some
1: of the breakouts are, you know, a
2: 30 minute walk away. Yeah. So I think that I think the takeaway that I would, that I would give everyone is when you're in person at a conference. Maximize your ability to create an impact and build a relationship. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Either direction. Right. Either either walk away with this is someone I want to I want to talk to more or this is someone who wants to talk to me more. Build those relationships. Really, really work on that. Right. If if all you're doing is trying to get a t-shirt and some socks, just tell them I just want the t-shirt and the socks, and they'll just give it to you. Right. 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 Nobody wants to take it home. And really, if that's what you want to do, go the last day right before it closes and say, how many of these things can I take home? So you don't have to take them home. <laughs> right. right? Um, on that note, there is only one thing I ever take home from conferences. Yeah. I will take, I will take uh, your book if the author is present and we'll sign it. Interesting. Um, I, I'm an avid reader. Voracious would be the, the, the term I like. Um, so I read just about anything I get my hands on. And there've been many times I have read the book on the flight home. Have they ever provided you with the digital copy instead of the physical copy? So, sometimes I actually prefer the physical copy. Interesting. In that case. Yeah. I, I, don't okay. like, I don't like digital textbooks. Um, I make notes. I write in the book. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, so you for, ruin it. For, yes, I ruin it. That is exactly, <laughs> that, no, that is exactly correct. For me, they're like a textbook. I see. And so it's really helpful to be able to make con- con- contextual notes. Um, non-fiction and fiction... Books, books that I read for pleasure, I don't ever, I will never make a note in that. That's, that's, they're, they're, that's, that'd be like defacing the Bible. I would never, I would never consider doing that. Right. However, tech books and like business books, things I'm learning from, yeah, I make notes of all the time.
1: So, what do you do for a break? It's hard to go to a conference from 7 a.m. to midnight. Right. So, what, what's your break time? What do you do? Where do you refocus? Where do you get your energy back? What's the,
2: so, so it's seldom, not not impossible, but it's seldom that I'm on premise for my hotel room. Mm. Generally, the hotel's you know half a mile away or more, right? Um, and so what I do is um, nothing. I I burn until I'm done, and then I leave, and I don't come back. <laughs> That's what I get. Fair so, enough, right? Um, I don't leave for I, I don't. I may leave for lunch depending on where the where where it's at. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. Convention lunches tend to be terrible. So, you don't like the chicken? No, there's always um, a chicken with the bone, right? You have to eat around the bone. I, I don't, I don't mind eating around the bone. I'm, I'm really good at, pick, at picking around it, but the, the, <laughs> the flavor is not good. I'm not down. Um, you know, do you stick around for the
1: happy hour? That's, that's I, never, I never, I've never once stuck around for happy. Yeah,
2: But Why would you? You don't drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't like the networking aspect of it. it's just not in my personality
2: yeah it depends It depends if there's somebody that I know that I want to connect to that I want to hang out with I'll go okay. but I don't I, I'm not a cocktail party networker
1: hmm.
2: you know what I mean like I, I'm likely to find one or two people and then hang out with one or two people and when I'm done hanging with them I leave but you're not gonna you're gonna
1: you're not gonna to work the room
2: not unless I'm paid to.
1: <laughs> right, unless it's your job, unless it's your
2: your meeting, right, your event, right. then you uh, kind of have and to. I, work. And I have done those, and I have been paid to do those, and I'm happy yeah. to do those. And you know, I did one last week in New York. That's why I was right. out in New York. And I think that's great. But but for the most part, no, no, no. Right. right. But when I put on the uniform of someone who needs to do that, right, right. who needs to um, work the room, I'm I'm I can work the room just fine. But when it comes to me, no, I don't work the room. I don't like to. Yeah, that's either. There. It's really I weird.
1: I refuse. Uh, I do take breaks frequently because uh, it's hard to be on that often. Right, you picked
2: up an invisible period, smoking habit?
1: That period of time. Well, if by that you mean uh, latte, then yes, that's my habit. Now, sometimes I leave the venue. Either there's a local Starbucks or, of course, Venetian. You get that. <laughs> you get Bouchon. Or sometimes booze have like their own.
2: Like latte machine, right? Yes, exactly. so latte machine. And I'll go into that
1: booth as many times as I can, even if I yes. don't want to buy their product.
2: There was one at RSA this last year. I no, it wasn't RSA. Oh, CNCF last year in Detroit. They had the best coffee setup I've ever oh, nice. seen on the floor. Right. Um because for the most part, like I think seventy five percent of them are like a Nespresso machine or a K cup machine. To make- <laughs> right. That's Just, I don't go to that. I but they had one that had like serious baristas and a nice. real good variety of coffees. Um, they had a like a Mexican chocolate coffee. Wow. They had a um, masala chai Oof. coffee, wow. and then they had another one that was like a uh, like a green tea cappuccino kind of thing. Wow, um, fancy! And I, I, it's going to sound terrible, but I got in the habit of waving to people that didn't know me and go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll be there in just a minute. I'm going to need four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not even kidding.
2: I'm not even
1: kidding. At the SAP Sapphire, we um, the espresso machine was in the ASAC booth, right? That's their user community. So I have a habit of going to the ASAC executive saying, could I have a roll of drink tickets, please? <laughs> so that in my pocket, I had easily 50 tickets in one period of time. Yeah, I, I could be beveraged up constantly. Yeah, I get now,
2: that. Now I will stay, yeah, freaking stay hydrated. It is so easy to get worn out. Stay hydrated. Also, nobody cares what you have on your feet to wear comfortable shoes.
1: That is an excellent point. Yes. Right?
2: Um I I, I I'm I, I used to be famous for carrying a backpack everywhere that I go. Yeah. Right? So I always had my laptop. Um now even as a as a tech analyst, um, I carry a um Logitech MX mini keyboard and an iPad mini and a mouse with me. That's what I carry everywhere. Right? It stays I, in your jacket until you need it. it. It's it stays on a in a little tiny sling that tosses over my shoulder. Yeah, I absolutely carry
1: nothing. I carry my phone and I'm hoping somebody's with me to take notes.
2: See, I have to carry like I have to carry my diabetes stuff with me. Right. right that's so, true. Yeah. And then I carry I carry medication for other stuff all the time. And so I'm all like, that doesn't fit in my pocket. It's just too big. So since I figure since I'm going to carry a small bag anyways, I'll, I'll bring something to take notes with. That's, the, that's it. But, and that's part of my job. Right? Like, I have to take notes in the keynote, as an example, right?
1: Like, now, a good portion of your time and energy is dinners. Dinners yeah. can be work-related. Dinners can be personal. What's your go-to? You're, you're at a conference they're, five they're days long.
2: you got four dinners. Nope, we'll they're 100% always work-related. 100%. So yeah can bring somebody can't, in the- can't expense a personal dinner <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs>
1: they're, they're always work I just mean there's work for the purpose of buying and selling or work for the purpose of chatting about work um
2: i'm <laughs> not in yeah I'm not in sales so that tends to be like i I want to have dinner with somebody I find interesting okay um and it can be a customer prospect but I'm not there to sell them i'm there to or to be sold right I'm there to I, I'm there to meet somebody and 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 again right build that build that relationship so there's no dinners on your own this is it's work always work no no, no 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 i'll i'll definitely do dinners on my own it just depends on the conference like black hats coming up i will have i expect to have zero free nights right right, right. zero oh, so how about post dinner
1: like i'm done the way once dinner's over my my night is over uh, you've you've hit my limit for the day i've yeah. now mentally exhausted
2: yeah it just depends
1: so. um so you, you could keep going. You could do another four or five hours.
2: Yeah, I've done, I've done 1 a.m. Vegas nights at a conference before. Yeah, I, can't do it. Right? I, don't, a. I don't have that. Me. Um, it Again, it just depends, right? Um,
1: I want dinner what? at 6 and in bed at 9. So yeah. that's what I want to
2: happen. Oh, see, I, 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 my bedtime is 11 o'clock, right? So move me an hour early. My bedtime is now 12. Right. right. Don't ask me to, Don't ask me to be up and around at 8 a.m. Pacific time, though. Like I'm not, not interested in that shit at all. <laughs> right. You're up at 4.30 doing an Eastern Standard Time meeting? No. I see. No. No, no. I don't do those now. Why would I do those at a conference? That just seems like more work for no benefit to me. So I only have one exception to everything we just had. Okay. If,
1: if I'm in a conference at, let's say, Disney World, <laughs> the <laughs> likelihood that in the evenings I'm at a park is 100%. Uh, correct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which means not only am I not at the uh, the beverageing, the happy hours, I'm yeah, already in anything. the
2: park during the time the
1: happy hours correct. started.
2: Correct. I am counting the seconds. Yeah. Right? And at some point, I'm going to determine the rest of the day will not be as engaging at the conference as it will be at the park, and I will go to the park. <laughs>
1: That's correct. I don't,
2: I don't even have the same love for the park that you do. Right? That is true. But, but it's still, like I, I don't know um yeah. I, I will never forget going to um universal with a few of the uh enterprise architects yeah when we were at Gartner uh CIO symposium right uh was it 2018 or 2019 sure uh it had to be 18 cuz i was still heavily using the cane uh, yeah and um and louis louis caron
1: louis caron yep. was with us
2: wonderful 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 gentleman um and uh and he was hanging out with me right and we're going from place to place and he's like holy crap how would i've been following you around the conference floor and you walk like crap because of that damn pain here we get to a we get to get to universal and we're having to run to keep up with you So, like, so many hours you got. You got to get. There are no many. Li- there are no lines. I'm not fucking around. We are moving. Let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> move. Move. Too much energy. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> we are hitting every ride in a... every, every ride we want to hit, we will hit.
1: Right. right.
2: Right. Um, and and honestly, that's what I'm. That's what I. What I. You know, again, engagement. Right. I want to. I want to make the time valuable. Um, that's that being said, an excellent
1: point. You know, I said I go to bed at nine every day, but on the conferences that are in Orlando, that you have a free. Not a free evening, but the conference includes an evening at one of the parks. I'm there at the closing of the park.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm there to like keep <laughs> it that.
1: might be at midnight, but I yeah. want to maximize the free food and
2: the uh, and the easy the ride It's gonna leave. I don't care. I got an Uber. <laughs> That's right. I they know how to home right here. I know how to find an Uber, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Matter of fact, I, I will frequently not take the bus and take an Uber instead because it's just for it your convenience. A nicer yeah. nicer experience in general. Okay. I can control when I come, I can control when I leave,
0: you know. It's fine. So we talk about before, we talk during a little bit late, but then what do you do after? Hmm. You spend a week, you probably consume, or there were things you say, I will catch it up later. What do you guys do after the conference to probably share it, to learn from it, or whatever else you do?
1: i do my best to build a deck right build a deck of the interesting thoughts i took down every single keynote i'm writing out interesting things right i won't take pictures because for the most part you have the deck right so you can just take a picture of the slides um uh, so i'll build a deck for the purpose of internal communication of interesting content that i saw or interesting points of view that i saw or an interesting uh, delivery of content that I saw and make that available to anybody else in the organization. If it's a conference to which we sponsored, let's say, then there's practical sales things you have to do, right? You've got to have a list of people that you met and list of opportunities that get created that goes in Salesforce, a list of leads that we should follow up on, a list of two new people you met that you need to go to... LinkedIn and attach to or send them an individual note. There's a bunch of sort of salesy activity that
2: you now have to do
1: over the next few days.
2: So uh, yeah, I would say um, all of that. Try to do as much of the initial contact as close to the initial contact as possible. Hmm. Right, Like I find if I hit if, if I have a conversation with someone and I hit them up on LinkedIn right after, they accept and it keeps it kind of fresh. If I wait a week, they may or may not you know what i mean like 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 a week later i kind of feel like i have to put a note in um do you do any live linkedin like i never do live linkedin like say hey key in your name i will i will do it sometimes i will do it at the table okay yeah just depends um one of the things i did that i still think is smart i carry business cards Hmm. you still hand out business cards from time to time but i've avoided handing them out just by putting a qr code to my linkedin it's just just a url redirect using a qr code Right. When someone wants to get a hold of me, Hey, here's my LinkedIn, just scan it. You can add me right now. Smart. Right. That tends to be, um, that tends to be a big win. Right. Cause then it's like, like, look, I'm, I don't sell anybody on LinkedIn. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you don't get lost in the endless, endless kind of email flow, that river of garbage that tends to, you know, flow into the trash can. Um, right. Right. And, and, and it's kind of instant and immediate connection. You know, so that tends to that tends to work well for people.
1: I also um, insist on meeting invites. So especially if the seller is the one taking me around, right, or marketing is taking me around, mm-hmm. um, I want to remember who I met. So yeah. if you create a meeting invite, then I, I now will know, right? I know the yeah. person, I have their email address. Yeah. I'll easily be able to recollect the things I need to do when I get back.
2: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, I have nothing but meeting invites nice. for yeah. um, for every conference that I go to. Matter of fact. The better conferences that I go to are the ones that are t- are that are the tightest scheduled. Like I never have to wonder where I'm supposed to be. I know exactly where I'm supposed to be. I know the person I'm meeting, I know the booth we're gonna be in. Right. Like and, and then yeah, I, I I that's my log, right? I frequently will refer to that. Hey, who did you talk to? Oh, let's see, that was Black Hat. Okay, that was this week, uh Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, bang. I can you know, they're with right. this company, I talked to this person, you know. Uh I use that like crazy. Yeah. So, mandatory
1: right do you put in pre-calendar invites so you go through the schedule beforehand um, and you download into a csv and you upload
2: into your calendar so you already have sort of preset well my calendar is already here and if i like if i want to go to if i'm going to go like when i log into the black hat app and i set my my schedule yeah my assistant will go through and take all of that and put it on my calendar
1: nice
2: it's not just downloadable and importable I don't have to care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easier. I mean, no, it's very easy. Here's my using it. I mean, they already have my username and Password because they registered. Oh, that seems like a security flaw. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it has no PII in it and no payment methodology in it? No, they couldn't use your ID to figure out where you live and what your payment information was? From, from that? No, it doesn't have my home address in it. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got like a, a, a Dropbox address in it I see yeah, I don't, so I don't, I don't care Nice.
1: alright Carlos did you
0: learn anything yeah we learned a lot I'm going to be going back through the whole process getting my notes for the next season of conferences this next six months I have probably three that I know that I'm already booked but for each one of you that are actually looking at this take the time share this with someone this is expertise from the technical side from the leadership side that can help you when you go to a conference because the idea is like it's not just go and like how said, said not just go and get the swag you can buy the swag it's what you learn and who you connect to so my friends make sure that you share and subscribe and we'll see you in our next episode